The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Back to the Brandon Peters Show and some more PopCon 2022 coverage. Uh, this particular bit is me with the two-thirds of the Kind of Nerdy Girls show podcast from KJ Today. It's KJ, who's been on here before. I remember she talked about the losers and Bonnie Tyler with me. These are her co-hosts and one and producers, Jonna and Katie, and they... Decided to help me out because on the first day of PopCon, I had some shows cancel on me. And when a cancellation happens, you can't just leave a dead stage. You need to fill time. You need to entertain people. People are sitting there and they want to hear stuff. So uh, they joined me on stage just for some banter. We just kind of talk about what's going on. It's probably dated because Obi-Wan Kenobi had just started Stranger Things had just finished the weekend before with its first seven episodes. Those are two of the main things that come up. We just kind of talk about things we like, what's going on, things like that. We all have convention brains, so you forgive us for mistakes or uh, hmm, stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, Katie and Jonna are a lot of fun. I like to give them a lot of crap. They give me a lot of crap. If you see us at a convention, you probably think we're enemies, but we're not friends to the end, although Jonna will probably deny it wholeheartedly but let's uh without further ado let's get to this this is a um like brandon peters kind of show i can't remember what i called it but it's fun and if you just want to hear us bantering about stuff there you go Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast live podcast stage of PopCon 2022 here brought to you by the Brandon Peters Show. Uh, I'm going to plug myself 2 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> be here for that. There will be me and Jessica Alsman. We'll be doing some trivia stuff with prizes that are Ooh. really cool. What kind of prizes? Um, retro, wild, crazy prizes. Ooh, and we play Trivial Pursuit from a vintage Trivial Pursuit game, so it's... Oh, I can't play. The parents love it. The parents of PopCon <laughs> love it, and I love the parents of PopCon. <laughs> They're some of my favorite, favorite people. Uh, but now I have Jonna and Katie from... Is it still kind of nerdy, girls? It, it is. It is. It is so the kind of girls. the Brandon Peters kind of nerdy show up here right now. <laughs> if you were here for the History Buffet, I'm sorry. They're all out of food. Um, or for thought, <laughs> food for thought. I don't know. Don't fake laugh at my stuff. We're it's all bad. out of history. So sorry. All out of history. So we have never recorded together, the three of us. We have not. Yeah. But I went to get crazy. KJ and I wound up with you two. So we're going to make the best of it. Well, it's the good thing we're all besties, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> the best of the best. So, oh, yeah. She can't do anything about it. So the KJ, the inside story. <laughs> If you see her wandering around, we could talk. She's about on the main that. stage right now, yeah, and she'll be there the rest of the day. Yeah, so we can Good talk. For about it. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, for you. Good Super for you. important. All right. So, how many popcorns is this for the two of you? Um, I think this is my third. Third. I want to say like fourth or fifth. Fourth or fifth. Yeah. But with the podcast, it's probably three. Yeah. Three. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys ever done a live show at PopCon before? I know you were supposed to last year, and then broke we my did. heart. And didn't. We did two years ago, right before the pandemic. Yep. yep. So many years ago. So, um, like years. And then last year we were too busy emceeing and actually helping. Oh yeah. <laughs> do our own stuff. I'm aware. Yep. Yeah. So. Awesome, awesome. And no, any show planned for this year at all during it? I know you got some stuff at your booth. but uh, We're just going to be heckling people, I think, a little bit at the booth. Yep. I don't know if we're going to have time to actually sit there and podcast together. KJ's sister show, The Paranormal Crossroad, is doing a panel tomorrow at 11. But and three. Yeah, she's got two panels and we've got none. So and that is Crossroad, not Shows where road. we rank. Yep, yep. Yes. Love Paranormal Crossroads, even yeah. though I don't like ghosts. Isn't it singular? <laughs> Crossroad. Crossroads, just one. Roads. I don't know what it is. I just work there. I call it X Road. <laughs> I also For call shame. it X Road. <laughs> For shame. It's a paranormal show. But what, uh, 
what do we what do we what's the kind of nerdy girls show become now like what is it is it the same as it always been what's or a good way to what's the evolution it? of the show um evolution we don't evolve <laughs> that would require maturing and we don't do that <laughs> oh. um i would say if we had to describe our show it's 95 percent arguing with each other that yes <laughs> and about five percent like general events trivia pop culture movies podcasts video games shows everything else we just like to heckle each other gotcha and it's only kind of it's not all the way nerdy yep. no we don't get involved in like canon and stuff like that we don't care that much about that stuff i don't like canon either do you want to talk about canon stuff because i i'm all like it's gonna i could probably make people angry here by my <laughs> thoughts on Let's canon not do that okay I it's mean, only the first day <laughs> you can you can always mess with it you can. that's my favorite thing yeah you can it was all made up to begin with oh yeah exactly but so. people are very sticklers for canon and we're not like that we're like what if this happens well what if that happens yeah we don't care I've we also very much don't remember any of the other movies we watched before mm-hmm. that one so that is true it's kind of a gamble there you yeah. go there you go yeah i i just recently i did a recording this week for my show for an episode coming out in august so it's got to be away but i went on a canon tangent <laughs> might have dropped an inappropriate word for popcon during that oh, yeah. before oh, the word canon so but <laughs> i grew i grew up on like you know wonky thing like slasher films and things like that mm-hmm. and they don't have it it was just yeah here's five dollars go make another one <laughs> but that's what's like appealing about them was that you know oh jason Voorhees is back again mm-hmm. and whatever yeah. and oh no he didn't die or he came out from the bottom of the lake so we got to make room for a sequel or whatever it, there was no continuity and that was not the point yes. the point was just another experience to watch yeah sloppiness yeah. created a wonderful lore of weird stuff and i i love that kind of thing so you guys are anti-canon, so we can be friends. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So any like sort of like fun popcon memories or any, have you been here as an attendee before, and not somebody? Uh, not so. We're not anybody now. Okay. <laughs> we just have a booth. Still not. Um, I think my first time I ever came to PopCon was with KJ. Got me in for free. She's nice like that. Um, and I got to meet front door or through the back. Front door. Oh, cool. Had my own pass and everything. It was great. Uh, I got to meet the guys from Game of Thrones, like the oh. big Hodor guy. and Okay. The big Hodor guy. Brand. 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 I got to meet him, so that was a good time. And then I walked around and spent like $300, you know, yep. as you do at PopCon. Yeah. But I think it was the same for me. I, I came a couple of times on my own, and then we all kind of realized we had it in common, so we just made it a thing. And then the... Did the podcast form via that, or was that something? No, it was before. before. Oh, I th- our podcast stemmed from our radio career. There you <laughs> go. Oh God, the career in radio. Yeah, stressful. Because we all worked the same radio station together, and we were like, okay, we were sitting in a meeting, and KJ was arguing that yes, people do care about Star Wars Day because they were trying to decide whether they wanted to do an event <laughs> around Star Wars Day, and it was like some canned food drive or whatever. <laughs> and our manager at the time was like, no, nobody cares about Star Wars. And she's like, yes, they do, I swear. So we, like, defended her, and it it kind of came into this thing where we all kind of realized we liked the same things, and it just started, like, she had a podcast, but it didn't go anywhere, and then we joined it, and it had kind of morphed and changed, and it is what it is now. Does that person still have a job? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, They're yeah. just in a different state now. <laughs> Nobody likes Star Wars in Wyoming, I swear. Yeah, when they told me that, they were like, yeah, he said no one cares about Star Wars. I was like, why would you <laughs> say such a controversial thing? As what we have found, th- too many people care about Star Wars. Honestly, yes. a lot of people do care about Star Wars. Very good. Hey! There you go. Hey, it's okay to care. No one said it was. It was just like, you know, what? his, yeah. And how long ago was this? Uh, we were just talking about this. Oh. We don't know how long we've been friends. We oh, wow. I've known KJ for seven years. I know that. So probably the podcast has been going on for maybe five or six. Yeah. Five or six is what we'll say. That's around the time Disney bought Star Wars and he yep. wouldn't think that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey. That's good. That's good. Um, is there anybody here this weekend that you're like, I must see or I'm happy our table's Yana. across from yes, them. Yes, 5,000%. Yep. The Yellowstone guys. Mm-hmm. So excited to meet those guys. I wish that they were over at their booths right now. I'm very excited for them. Also, super excited for all of the supernatural people like Jake Abel because mm-hmm. he also, fun facts for anyone who doesn't know, narrated The Midnight Sun on Audible, the Midnight Sun book by Stephanie Meyer. Oh, wow. Yes. I found, I found a weird audio trivia 
tidbit recently that John Lithgow mm-hmm. played Yoda in the audio drama of The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> in 1980, like five. <laughs> and I have to seek that out and hear what that sounds like. You can uh, probably find it on YouTube. Probably. Probably. But yeah, so I'm super excited for Yellowstone and for all of the supernatural because those are two things that I love very, very much. And I'm very excited to uh, see all these great vendors out here so I can uh, spend money. Yeah, I'm, there's a poster person down there that I'm like, oh no, that's weak in the knees. Oh yeah, same. Me too. I don't even frame them. They're rolled up sitting <laughs> somewhere and it's like, yeah. I'd one more. <laughs> right. I literally just unrolled all of the posters I bought at PopCon last year and put them in frames. Good for you. I still have my uh, Godzilla versus uh, Ghidra poster that <laughs> is rolled up, and I recently was like, I need to get that put up before PopCon <laughs> failed. <laughs> yeah, mine are all still rolled up from like two years ago. So <laughs> they just live in my office. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm. Frames, that's a thing, you know. It is It is a thing. You can get them on Amazon, though, and they're super cheap. The idea of a poster is great, but then... You're right. The framing, the hanging, the hangings. Oh, the hanging is like my kryptonite, man. I, I, I just eyeball hang. now. I don't measure my <laughs> eyeball. I make other people do it now. Yeah, no, mine are just on the ground, leaning up against the wall. <laughs> they are. <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, what else you got going on? Oh, Again? you know, just... No, well, really, not Twiddling a whole lot. thumbs. Any freebies at your uh, if booth? You, we do. We have some uh, great things donated by Conquest Journals. We got some journals, some uh, stickers, pads of paper from Harry Potter. Um, where else? So Conquest Journals is like this company that makes like all the paper products that you can think of, like planners and notepads and journals and stickers and owned by our friend Shelley Harper. Of. Um, yeah, they're at another convention, so we're kind of filling in and helping and giving away stickers and stuff like that. Um, we haven't really decided how. We're just kind of handing them to people. So Gotcha, gotcha. So if you have a dope costume, you might win a sticker. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you can use your badge. People hey, use your badges. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's, hey, that's where I put my three-day podcaster. I'm actually a seven-day podcaster, seven but, day. yeah. It's a lot of days. Three days of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I do too much. Um, anything you guys have been watching, talking about on, kind of, have you, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's popular? Have we, N- nope. Uh, not watching Obi-Wan. I just no. got done watching Stranger Things. So. Okay. I watched that one. Oh. What'd you think? Without so going into like details, because who knows who hasn't spoilers. seen stuff around here. Katie hasn't watched it, so I can't spoil anything. Oh, okay. But uh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, Sadie Sink as Max, just that whole episode that was all about her. Dear Billy, episode four. Dear Billy. Oh yeah. A the, 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 yes. That you girl know the needs names an Oscar. of episodes. It's the it's the Kate Bush episode that everybody. Yes, it if, is. If, the if Kate you've Bush been episode. on a social media and seen something that said Kate Bush and Stranger Things, it's that episode. <laughs> Definitely, but it was so good, and you know, it's uh, it's really good to see that show because it's been. Three years since the last season came out, I think. Three or four, yeah. Yeah, so oh, wow. like, and those kids oh, are wow. so big now. Like, it, the guy who plays Will, he was talking, and I was like, when did you get a deep voice? I don't understand why that happened. Deep voice, same haircut. Yeah. So okay. do they just pretend that they didn't age, or is no. there, like, no. an excuse for that? No, they don't pretend that they didn't age. They just, like, go with it. They're so like, yeah, we're in high school now. It's like the, it. the last one was, like, summer of 85, and this is spring of 86. Yeah. So that's okay. like, it gives them a year and a half. Okay. They definitely had a big growth spurt, though, between those, that one year. <laughs> For sure. I, I do, you know, I enjoy it. It is, you know, they got to go to town being with their length and everything. Yeah. And, you know, there is some of that felt. But overall, it's really, yeah, I've really enjoyed the angle they've approached in mm-hmm. terms of what horror series they're pulling from for most of it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I did, I did think... So like one, two, three, four, whip through five and six kind of lull, but seven makes it all worth it. Oh gosh, seven just brought, I, I felt like they went so fast. Like I watched one one day and then I binged everything else the rest of the day and I was like, I, I, I'm sad it's over now. <laughs> yeah, till July. Yeah, I know. And all of my friends are like, oh, I'm watching it from the beginning now. 
Mm. So they can, you know, re-see the progression. Because they're like, it's been so long since the last season. We might as well start over right. and see what's going on. I told myself I'd do that, and then I didn't. Well, <laughs> I, I did that because when I was last on, it's the end of season three. Like, now, like, I can watch it with my son. Like, he was yeah. not old enough, like, to, to watch it. Now he is. It's like, it's a weird transgression. So we went back through before this one. And now he is, like, hooked. He's got the new Dustin hat, and he's... I uh, love Dustin. He's my favorite character. All about it. I mean, yeah. He's the best. The, Dust, the Dustin Steve, that, so they, of course they all split off in this new season, but uh-huh. the, the A squad is the Dustin Steve. Always. And Robin and Max and, yeah. Oh, gosh. And how much do we love Robin? I She's great. I love her so much. I want her and Nancy to just be best friends forever. Always. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy's quite a strong character throughout. Like they kind of like when they first started making it, they were like, "Yeah, Mike," and then he's like, "He's kind of obnoxious." So uh, Mike is her. kind of obnoxious. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, yeah, really. So, so no Obi Wan for you? Just are you? No, wait- I. If if you anybody listens to the podcast, I know everyone is going to come and th- don't. If you're going to throw things at me, make sure they're soft. Okay, throw like stuffed animals at me or something. But uh, I'm not like a huge Star Wars person. Okay, that's fair. You don't have to like everything. Well, accordingly, or uh, have you met the kind of nerdy girls? They are obsessed with Star Wars. AKA our leader, KJ, is obsessed with Star Wars. So she's very upset that um, I'm not super into Star Wars like everyone else is. But we keep keep trying to get her to watch it, and she decided to watch in the chronological order instead of. The four, five, six, then one, two, three. Um, That's a choice. It is and a choice. Like, no wonder you didn't like it. You had to sit through three of those okay, first but it's before not, you got to the good ones. Excuse me. It's not that I didn't like it. I just never cared about Star Wars before I met you guys, and I didn't <laughs> care after the fact either. So... That's all I'm saying. The tomato stand is behind the curtain, folks, if you want um, Excuse me, please throw stuffed animals at me because I need more. Thank you. No, you don't. Please throw $5 bills. Thank you. <laughs> I like the plushies. Gotcha. Gotcha. So are you watching that one? So you didn't watch Stranger I Things. I honestly have completely fallen off the wagon and haven't oh. watched anything. And you just gave her... I know. I know. Oh, she wow. was just talking so much crap I do like me. Star Wars, and I do... Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite character, so you would have think I... You would have thought I'd have jumped right on it, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I just have not gotten around to it yet it's halfway done i know the, and i just never got there and like i gotta watch stranger things at the same time and i can't commit to like those so instead i decided to re-watch malcolm in the middle for like the eighth time <laughs> that can happen you know i i struggle to like all right sit down and start something new that is what i have a hard time with because like once i watch it then i watch it all in like one go and i'm done with it yeah um i just haven't gotten there yet okay and i plan on it because i really like ewan mcgregor and i really like obi-wan kenobi and i'm interested to see how they they pull the whole Dumbledore thing again, where it's like Jude Law's young, and then the other actor is like so old in twenty years, and they just did <laughs> well, the same thing to Obi Wan Kenobi. People can people can age that fast. They're only the actors are only twelve years apart from. I mean, in our last podcast, we talked about this. Yeah. I'm like, of course you age so quickly, so horribly on tattooing the dirt planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they picked the worst planet for this kid to live on, <laughs> and so the other kid sun. gets to be a princess. Like <laughs> you get to live on the dirt planet. <laughs> they do leave that dirt planet, Obi Wan Kenobi, which is refreshing yeah. because it was about to become like a sand trilogy of of shows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, I like one of the big appeals for Star Wars for me is that it is so vast and so different and there are so many landscapes and scenes and they all mm-hmm. kind of play into the story in different ways like Hoth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't want a whole show on just the dirt planet while we're biding time until Obi-Wan Kenobi decides to actually do something. Or COVID clears up or yeah. we can do it in our little I, I studio. Don't, I don't want it to be like, oh, a whole movie on the Death Star. It's boring. You know, you, it loses its appeal for mm-hmm. me. I like the variety. Right. Same here. Well, I think I like about when like George Lucas was in charge, he would like pick an element, and that whole planet would be that element. Yes. Yeah. And granted, you can only go so far with that. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like there's some of that getting lost here in this in this mix. I, I think I liked. So was it like Ryan Johnson kind of got that because he had like the salt planet. It was all salt and then red under it. And that was cool. And then just a planet that's all a casino. So I'm like, he's kind of taking the one thing. Okay. JJ's were like, well, here's that one you liked before, but it's this now. <laughs> got a lot of forest planets. A lot of forest plants. Lots of trees. Like we that. need trees. But, you know, you know that's why I, I like the, the whole one, uh, the simplicity of it. Like, the, I mean. 
It's easy to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have the, the whole water planet with Camino, and then you have the sinkhole planet. Forest moon of Endor, you know. Forest moon of Endor. Yeah, not a planet, just a moon. Just, just a moon. A moon. Never seen what the actual planet of Endor looks like. It's just a moon yeah. with <laughs> the cute little Ewoks on yeah. it. It's good stuff. My favorite. I love the Ewoks. Do oh, you now? Yes, she does love the Ewoks. They're my favorite. I grew up not knowing they were a bad thing. It wasn't until, like, the internet... In the 90s, I'm like, oh, people didn't like that? Or there are some people them. that didn't like I think most people liked it. They were liked cute, it. and like, they, they didn't really like contribute any major things to the story. They were just cute, so mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> I don't, I mean... Like, you have like a battle sequence, you know, on the on the moon, but uh, really, pulled it off. that, it's not much. They pulled yeah. it off. Wicked was awesome, right? So Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I want their Yubnub song put back in there, too. I yep. miss that. Yeah. Not a stickler for that, but... I, Kind of a nostalgia for mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but yeah, so cool, cool, cool. What else can we do here? Um, I've been playing Elden Ring, so that's what I've been doing with my time. Not a gamer. I know. Not a gamer. Not a gamer. They're all horrible. I know. Tell us about games. Uh, well, there are, there are many of them, and you can do lots of things with them. <laughs> uh, every time I talk about a game on my own podcast, they think I'm lying. Oh. Who is yeah. they? You're lumping y'all. me in with them. Oh, it's okay. not me. Yep. So I tell you know, the plot or some story of some game and KJ just thinks I'm a big old liar and whatever. Like I, for example, one of the big ones that we keep fighting over is Stardew Valley. Super simple game. Okay. You're a farmer and you like inherit this farm from your grandpa and you can, you know, you do whatever. You can go in the mine or you can farm or you can fish or you can whatever. And it's very Harvest Moon-esque. It's very, you know... Mm I can't remember the other one. Tree of Tranquility is the only one I played as a kid. And like, that's what you do. It's like doing chores as a game. And then as you get through, you can like complete tasks for people and you, you know, you can become their friends. And you know, if you, if you choose to marry one and have a kid, you can, or whatever. It's like um, the Sims kind of, kind of sort of, okay. I love more, the Sims, you know, that's my jam, not necessarily like build your own way. Cause you have to complete all these tasks to get there. Um, and then I made the comment. I was like, well, when you marry this guy, you can suddenly buy blue chickens instead of the regular white ones. And they just now think I'm a complete liar Brandon's and have whole face me. was just like, what are you yes. talking about? Well, <laughs> I believe it. I, like, my, my kids have an Oculus and they've been playing like Office. And it's just like sitting in an office doing yes. office work. I'm like, that, it <laughs> looks really cool. So it's fun to do. Fun. But yeah. Like the gas station clerk one is so fun. <laughs> you play as a gas station clerk and like people come in and you complete their orders and you leave. And then what? there's one that's like you play as a car mechanic, and then there's another one. That I, I've play. done the mechanic. That one's yeah. hard. Um, but VR is so fun, like, in those, like, slice-of-life ones, just because, like, it, it's cute. You'll play it a couple of times. Like, you get your parents or your friends to play it, and it's, it's fun to watch them try and struggle with the concept of, like, right. okay, it's three-dimensional, and I have to, like, figure out motion and all that kind of stuff, and it's fun. Um, I really like that kind of stuff. The office one is not as exciting as it sounds, but it is still fun. Once you're in there and you're like, oh, my, I, this I, is okay. I literally sit in an office all day. Why would I want to play that as a video game? Because there's no stakes at this one. It's there's no VR. stakes. Yeah. The, you're not actually getting paid for this one. You so run out of battery and not yeah. lose your job. So that's about <laughs> all that can happen there. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Well, Brayden, what have you been out here doing? Yeah. Making up for lost time where people don't show up for their podcast shows. You know, Am I bitter? No. Right. So who, who are we uh, sadly show. replacing currently? We are replacing the history buffet. Buffett. Ooh, what history do you know about history, Jonna? Um, that it happened one time. Okay, great. Or a couple of times. Uh, what's your favorite thing that happened ever? In history? Yes. Oh, sh- um, Your favorite history thing uh, that ever happened? Uh, come back to me. Okay. What's your favorite it. history thing that ever happened? That ever happened? Ever happened. To never myself? Happened. To the world? Happened. History is history. I think it's everything. To pick out one thing? To pick out one thing. One thing in like the gajillion years that we've had history. I I would say one thing about history that I kind of like is the the, the whole Columbus thing is kind of like the truthful version nowadays mm-hmm. and we have mm-hmm. I knew that long ago I had a, had a friend whose mother gave me a book yep, yep. ah nice and I, well, I guess they would say indoctrinated him <laughs> but it had a lot of things that were kind of like you know uh, just sort of like extra facts that they don't teach you in the high school I learned this stuff in college level but like yeah, you like, remember crap. 1492, Christopher Columbus sailed the, the ocean blue, blue yep. on the Nina, Pinta, and Santa Maria. Oh, God. <laughs> I had a whole Sopranos episode yeah. about that. Yeah. That was oh, funny. What's Sopranos. your favorite thing that ever happened? In, his, ever? in Ever in history. Yeah. Um, well, let's just say 
when Stanley created Captain America. Okay. How about I was going to say, Katie, it's happening right now. I was going to go with the Age of Pirates because the age it's really of cool. Pirates. Age of Pirate. Who's your favorite pirate in the uh, Age of Pirates? Well, I, as someone who played Assassin's Creed 4, okay. um, Blackbeard is my answer because that's the only one that's coming to memory right now. <laughs> Blackbeard, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. It's like some random documentary on Netflix about pirates. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Netflix has a lot of random documentaries. It does, and I really like them. I'm watching one now about the uh, Three Mile Island meltdown. I watched that one. It's very good. It is really good. I didn't finish it yesterday, but it's it was super Chernobyl, good. A little Chernobyl, a little afraid of nuclear. Okay. Yeah. You know, really such. good. Um, it gets a little kind of fear-mongery in the last couple episodes, but it is pretty well, good, and I do like it. There is stuff to fear, I guess. But so. it is not Chernobyl. No. Chernobyl was my favorite. Oh, okay. It is yep. not Chernobyl. Chernobyl was my favorite not disaster. Not my favorite thing that ever happened. Chernobyl but was my favorite disaster if I had to pick one. Let me tell you, <laughs> HBO did a very good job on that series. So good. Oh, I thought someone called you a liar out there. I was like, what? <laughs> Brian, he does that. I heard that. So Brian. He's going to come heckle us. Oh, you know what? God. What's... Br- Ah, uh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Try to look pretty. Oh, it's difficult for me. <laughs> gotcha, thank you. That was a pause for a photo op in I case know, someone's right. listening to a recording to edit of that this. Out later. later on, someone, you know what? I just have time to kill on my drive or something, so... <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Just you know what? Random. Anybody in the audience want to ask us anything? You have no idea who we are. Right. So I know. We're it doesn't strangers. matter. You want to go back to the Ewoks? You know what the Ewoks are? They're bears. It's a little bit. Come here. Come on. Come on up. Come talk to us. Come here. We love friends. Hang on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get you on here. Hey, what's your costume? First of all. Okay. Okay, I get you. I got I you. I like it. What's your name, young man? Ewoks. Hey, I'm Apollo. Nice to Apollo. meet you. Ooh, I like cool Apollo. name. Ooh. Start listening to this podcast now. Well, thank you. Also, listen to the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, don't listen to Brandon. <laughs> listen to us. I need to find more podcasts. You can go a little closer. <laughs> no, no, not him. Yeah, I'll go through. I just need to listen to like, more podcasts in general. But I love that. Um, just the, the complete naivety of Ewoks fighting the Stormtroopers. One of my favorite jokes about that is that it makes a lot less sense when you imagine Furbies fighting Navy SEALs. <laughs> right. And it's like, imagine it's it's the, you're going through, imagine Vietnam, but there's, instead of fighting, you know, instead of fighting soldiers, you're fighting, like, bear cubs. And yeah. Just, and I, and I, I love, I still love that one meme from Battlefront 2 got revealed, and they were like, expecting special forces. Like, you wouldn't need special forces if you could handle a whole bunch of stuffed animals. Yep, right. I, I love the whole thing with Ewoks. I always stutter the moment I need to be recorded. Um, Relatable. I I'm the opposite way. They know I can't talk off the mic. So. <laughs> I, I, uh, I love the thing of just Ewoks being the funniest in Star Wars history. What are your thoughts on Chewbacca's Tarzan yell as he goes down the vine? Uh, it's Tarzan. Tarzan. Uh, <laughs> like Tarzan. It's hilarious, and I think we should do more of that. Star Wars. Didn't he say he could talk when on a mic? He doesn't. Yeah, it needs silliness. Yeah, people take it too seriously. Absolutely. That's the thing with like modern Star Wars fans is that they complain about everything. Like, uh, Oh, yes. For Obi-Wan, this isn't a spoiler or anything. It happens in the first like about 10 minutes of an episode. And I'm sure you've seen it on social media. People complain about a certain scene that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a dumb, goofy, choreographed scene. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But, like, people always complain, oh, that scene's too stupid, that scene's too goofy, it's too unrealistic. Um, First of all, this is a fictional TV show, so of course it's right. not real. <laughs> what? Second of all, Star Wars has always been goofy and mm-hmm. silly. And yeah, it has to be entertaining. And but that's the appeal of Star Wars is that it, it is it's an '80s sci-fi movie. Tell that to them keyboard warriors. I know, <laughs> and I will, and I have every episode. Like yeah. it's the point of Star Wars is to just have fun. Be silly. If I wanted a super serious all the time sci-fi piece of media. I would just go back to Warhammer. Yes. Like, it's that easy. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I agree. All right. Hey, oh, thank so you, nice Apollo. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We appreciate you, Apollo. He's right. I do love the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. You, you were vindicated today here so for your cute. love of I'm not going to lie. All not I know, often people agree with me. That's true. We are always disagreeing with her on the podcast. But 
All I anytime anyone talks to me about Star Wars, I can only ever imagine the Family Guy episodes of Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Um, so when they're you know saying Ewoks like the bears, I'm just imagining, you know, the bear from the Cleveland show. Gotcha. <laughs> so. So, what, what's something that you're into that none of them are? Um, Not your bit on the show. Oh my my what's got Jonna weeping is my bit on the show because I'm a crybaby. Um, I'm always watching things or reading things that make me cry. Um, so what am I? You get that like ugly. I know a chapter I, seven. Uh, um, no. I saw this commercial and it was just so sweet and I just can't even deal with it. The last thing that made her cry was Stranger Things. It was well because they were bullying Eleven and I was like that is unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. And that little girl, I don't care. And oh, I, the roller skate. The thing. roller skate. Mm. That little girl deserved that roller skate in the face. Okay. <laughs> she deserved it. That's all I have to say. Okay. But I'm super into like um, like romantic comedies, romance books, things like that. And they're like, no, eh, we don't, we don't care about. Like that. What, are you like Fabio cover romance books? Like I, I don't think I've ever read a Fabio cover. Well, romance he's book, very actually. into like uh, you go to like the bookstore and you go to the ones where it's like the really like fantasy covers where it's like some guy on a horse or yeah. you know shirt yes yes billowing in the wind and she'll yeah. just buy all of them so and you, read them all so you have a thing for the pirates and she, i'm sure plenty of those few, books have i have pirates. read a few pirate romance romance books i have they're pretty good not gonna, you know, yeah. pretty decent. The romance is there a con for that there is actually there is a uh, romance con a Hallmark Channel convention. There is a Hallmark Channel. Con- I also love the Hallmark Channel, and they do not like the Hallmark Channel. So uh, one of my regulars on my show, Greg Magoon, wrote one of the Hallmark Christmas movies last year. No way! Called An Unexpected Christmas. Did I watch that? Do you know that girl one? from uh, One Tree Hill in it? Uh, that she's in a lot of them, but it was rated the top new. I bet I watched Hallmark that. Christmas I movie. I bet you have. I probably did. I oh, can't say anything. Awesome. I know stuff about its future, but I <gasps> can't. Oh, man. I, but, need uh, to, I would like to meet this person and be um, his best friend. He's a great Magoon. He's a children's book writer. Um, does a lot of lot of stuff. Great guy. He's on my show regularly. Oh, well, if I listen to your show, Which, that probably would be if you just go the If you just type my name into any of your podcast apps and hit subscribe, <laughs> you can go back and listen to all that. Good old advertising. I don't think I'll do that, but okay. <laughs> she already has. Don't lie. <laughs> I'm one of your three subscribers. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. There's <laughs> you, me, and one other. <laughs> I'm not even subscribed to our own podcast. Oh, there you go. You. <laughs> she wants real numbers. That's what she wants. Yeah. She wants real numbers. Anybody else got anything you want to just throw at us or come rap with us if you want? No. No. Nobody We're wants to popular. talk to us. They don't We're like not us. popular. They don't like us. Yeah. We're not that funny. Good. We're I not get doing it. a good job. I understand. Gotcha. This is about how our podcast is, honestly. Is it? Yeah. So I got the real experience yeah, here honestly. of the kind of nerdy girls. Literally, podcast. it's just this, my like with KJ. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> KJ very much drives the show. We're just the uh, lovely talent that shows up and does our part of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. does she cut you off? Like, yes. I talk here. Yep. I'm, <laughs> so I'm KJ. She also does her own sound effects. She does. Really? Yes. yes. She like, does. Can you do an impression? Of, can you do a sound effect of uh, her sound effects? A KJ sound effect is a pew, 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 pow, 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 ping, ping, ping. That's literally the sound effects that she makes. She'll do them in every the middle episode. Of the podcast, That's too. how she describes making breakfast. <laughs> That's her way of transitioning to the next part of the podcast, aka stop talking. Yeah. Um, and so she leaves it in the recording. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you ever go and listen to the Kind of Dirty Girls podcast, those sound effects that you hear. They're from KJ. They they're are not. Genuine. They're yep. legit sound effects. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I'm going to wrap this up, you guys. So I appreciate you coming up and just chomping at microphone bits with me. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. We if might do it again. to pretend to be other podcasts later on. Oh, in yeah, the day. yeah, that's right. If we need to be a history podcast, I can get my phone and yeah. listen the to The kind of history yeah. girls. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Or something. <laughs> We're just so kind the, of everything. Spin off. Write that down. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, this is Katie and Jonna from the County Nerdy Girls. They have a booth where? 846, uh, all the way that way. Okay. Yeah. Social media stuff. Do you want people following you? Or? Um, yes, you can follow us at Kinda Nerdy Girls on Twitter and Instagram. And Facebook. And Facebook. If you want to join the Kinda Nerdy Network, just type it in your search bar. It's free to join. Um, you can post good memes and, you know, fun nerdy stuff that you're doing in there as well. Yep. All right, excellent. And I am that guy, if you can't put two and two together. He brought uh, a picture. 
The Brandon Peters Show, which uh, you can go to brandonpetershow.com. Subscribe anywhere on podcasts. I have a YouTube channel, and you can find me on social media at Brandon4KUHD. Podcast stage is going to take a break for a bit. We'll have more for you throughout the day. Thank you. Okay, welcome back here. Uh, this next PopCon coverage is near and dear to me. Uh, he's a staple of conventions and stuff, and I always see him at PopCon. Is James T. Wolfgar, Wolfgar Weapons and Props. He was a big help to me in the Fort Wayne PopCon many years ago when there was just nothing to do with the podcast stage, and I needed to uh, fill, you know, do something for it up there. And he you know, came on, gave me a dynamite interview just talking about stuff. We had a good time with that. He dressed as Van Helsing from that Van Helsing movie with Hugh Jackman. Looked awesome. And he had a crossbow to go with it. Uh, but his crew, like John Quaid um, and <clears throat> Lisa Kleckner, um, they came on, did time with me talking about cosplaying, building things. Uh, they're very instrumental in helping me keep that stage going and stuff. Uh, I've tried, and I've been on... Uh, James Maker Monday. He came right out to me when my new show happened and wanted me on that. I appreciate that. Tried to get him on this show, but him and I's schedules are very different, so it's a little bit tricky, but the time will come. We'll hold his show proper for sure, but I was actually able to get him on here for a recording just like Jonna and Katie, uh, just more bantering. Uh, we talk Obi-Wan Kenobi. We talk things, uh, talk about some cosplay tips and like what his process is like a little bit. Um, he's a cool guy. He's got great uh, a great eye uh, for design and uh, costuming, stuff like that. It's awesome. He does a great cable. Like If you want to look up his stuff on the internet, his cable is awesome. He talks about that. He's just, I mean, one of the best in the biz. His stuff has been used in music videos, movies, shows, like stuff like that. So uh, if you want to check that out, look at like life, you know, lifelike props from movies and stuff. It's awesome. So I think you'll enjoy him. We have a lot of fun here. So it's like, again, just some extra banter. If you like the Brandon Peters show, you like the guests I have, here you are. Here are some people that should have been on the show, but haven't yet. But now they kind of are. So enjoy this uh, little live piece. Hello again from the podcast stage, the live podcast stage as we are here. I'm Brandon Peters. I'm running the stage for the Brandon Peters Show. And we're going to do a little bit of stuff uh, for me here. Hello in the back rows. Especially you. What's your name? Come on up here. Tell me your name. I love this. So, it's gonna. This is the greatest introduction. He has to go walk all the way up here. It's uh, it's Elicio. Elicio. All right. Hello, Elicio. Welcome. Welcome. Nice to meet you. I have a show here going on at 2 p.m. tomorrow. I'll be giving away prizes, and you can be on my show and stuff, doing some trivia with uh, Jessica Altman for the Bob and Tom show. Great stuff. Come be part of the audience. I've got some weird prizes that you'll want to win. But now I'm here with someone who's like a staple of like PopCon conventions. And if you're into props and things like that, listen up. Because I have Mr. James T. Wolfgar with me. Hello, James. How are you doing? I'm not so, bad. Yeah, I can see that there's pretty much standing room only. So, hey, you can, yeah. you know, crowd in. It's, it's fine. He's doing photo ops after. Good. You can start that line already. Yeah. How have you been? I've been good. Uh, it's PopCon, so I'm really excited about just being at PopCon. Gotcha, gotcha. We, I mean, this is where we see each other every year, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes we see each other online, do interviews that way, but this mm -hmm. is the one in person, right? Yeah, this is the one in person. I look forward to every year. Um, the Wolfgar Weapons, that's your company. Yeah, and, um, and, and we also I also run Cause Awesome Studios. Mm -hmm. Cause Awesome Studios, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, if you've never been to a PopCon or you've never noticed the sweet booth, what, what is it that you bring to the, to the show every year? So, we, we bring uh, costumes and props, mostly props, made by cosplayers, for cosplayers. Um, typically, we're in costume at some point throughout the, the weekend. Um, this weekend, we have less people in costume, but we have a bigger booth. And yeah, we just kind of hang out and um, you know let people see different props that are made, and of course sell them. And you got—I mean, you got some really like 
I mean, your props are like they look they're movie ready pretty much. Yeah, I they're mean, film we ready. saw the movies. We saw a lot of films. What, what, what movies and stuff have you sold to that you can talk um, about that are some highlights? Most of the most of the Hollywood, <clears throat> excuse me, most of the Hollywood stuff um, we just sell to the Hollywood prop houses. Mm-hmm. So our our stuff basically goes in the back or just in the prop house, and then people rent it. However, um, there's a lot of times I've been like watching a movie and been like, I, you know, I can I think that one might be ours, but I can't tell. For right. Sure. Um, for Hollywood major events. And then we, there's a lot of stuff like um, for music videos, we've sold to Lana Del Rey. Um, we sell to a lot of like just music musicians and music videos there. Um, nothing's really coming off the top of my head as far right. as like exactly who. Right. Uh, Have you ever been surprised by one and known it was yours and didn't know it was going to be used in that purpose? No, I mean, typically we know, right? And a lot of times I'll, I'll shadow build for somebody, so I'll build parts of a costume or I'll build parts of props, and then they'll take it and build it, build onto it. Gotcha. So that's that's how a lot of that goes, so especially like sci-fi stuff. Gotcha. Roughly how long... So these guys, they've got some yeah military fatigue-ish stuff on that's accurate, and then we have like a more size so out of... Han Solo blaster of sorts. I mean, there. no, it's still it's still military. It's still okay, okay, okay. Much for okay. Period. So for these guys, like before that, you guys didn't make those, did you? No. Okay, I didn't want to like. So, so before they buy them, how long is that process to get start to finish? If you were to do something like, I mean, that? a lot of it depends on the the process, but it looks like they have. Okay. Yeah, so they have Soviet surplus gear. All right, on if you were to now. replicate it, then. Right, so if I was going to replicate it, especially the props, um, the, it looks like they have some airsoft guns there. Yeah, they're all airsoft. And so with those, we sometimes we use airsoft to do that. Um, so really, it takes very little time as far as making them blacked, um, sanding them down, making sure that everything looks good so they're not airsoft. We deactivate anything that we use in airsoft for, and then of course you have to add to it. So a lot of times, if it's a, if it's a, like a, a sci-fi show mm-hmm. where they want something like that, but they want it to look a little bit more sci-fi-ish, that'll take extra time. But really, it's not too long. Um, we we do tend to hand paint almost everything that we make, including some of the airsoft mods. So if it was stuff like that, we would just have some hand paints on it. But those look awesome, and like, and what they've done is they've just. Come to the con, for those who can't see them, they're in, what, like, full gear, and then they have some airsoft guns with them. So, yeah, they're, they're rocking it out. Awesome, awesome. That's, oh, that's great. And when things like, if you do aging to something, do you make it clean first, then do an aging thing, or is it built up for, from start with the aging? I mean, typically, if, if I know it's going to be aged, I just age it from the beginning. But, I mean, everything starts clean. It's clean-ish, right, because you have that clean set of paint. Um, but... The fun parts are the ones that when you mess up and then you go, okay, well, cool. That can just be, that's, that part's broken. That's, that's some battle damage there, right there. So every once in a while, if you're building something, you can make it, you know, a one of a kind type of thing because you messed up that one place. And instead of having to trash the whole project, you just kind of go with it. And it's kind of like Bob Ross says, you know, the happy accidents. Right. Yeah. So that happens a lot. Best happy accident you've had? Um, I mean, a lot of the happy ass accidents basically end up on my costumes. Okay, right? Because I don't mind. This uh, is a, you, you have you kind of have like an original thing, don't you? Have like a group or some costume? I know you've had a banner. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, so we that's part of the Cause Awesome Studios I talked to about earlier. Like so, yeah, we just kind of do all kinds of different characters and different kinds. My favorite character to be is Cable from X Men. Right. You have a you have a sweet Cable outfit yeah. over the years. I have seen that one. Yeah, and I'm I actually wanted to bring him today, but I or this weekend, but I, I didn't actually. Um, but with him, there's a lot of stuff. There's like a broken prop that we've worked on, or something that's like bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And because he's very futuristic, I can actually take a lot of those pieces and put them on him in some way. So a lot of happy accidents end up on my on one of my cable versions. Gotcha. Yep. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. What about okay? Simpler thing, the the headband thing down there. I don't know what she's dressed as, oh, yeah, but yeah. hi. As what? 
Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, how would I make a headband? Well, like how like something like that is a little more fantasy driven. Is there, is there a simplicity that comes with less authentic, like less like having to be like, oh, military grade or? I mean, kind of with that with military grade or something, you can just take a lot of time found items, right, and build off those and weather those. But with a horns or something like that, then yeah, I mean, I would start with a three D print usually. I mean, those don't look like they're 3D printed, but you can go any different way. But I tend to make a lot of the headgear with 3D prints. And then, of course, elastic and just go from there. Gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. Any kind of big works in progress projects you got going on right now that oh. you can talk about? Well, yeah. Um, there's. We're always making new products. And one of, one of the fun things for me is... Um, Typically, what happens is somebody will come to us and they'll they'll ask for a commission. So there's a bunch more Star Wars stuff that people were asking for, and that ends up being a you know it ends up being a product usually in our shop. So right now we're doing some General Grievous stuff. Uh, we're doing actually a lot of things from the original trilogy, or not the original trilogy. I'm sorry, but Episode One, Two, and Three, um, which usually we haven't done much from, like Clone Wars type mm-hmm. stuff. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot of Star Wars Those stuff. Those kids are old enough now and have money. Yeah, they are. They're old enough and they have money now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to me, I grew up with a new hope. Is that is that Kitty Thor right there? Oh, man. I, I love this guy. He's been at so many cons. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, getting back to the question about, like, what's coming up. So we're always making Star Wars props. Uh, what's fun, too, is every every time there's a new show that comes out. Right. It, whether it be like literally anything, even animated ones, even animated right. ones like Dragon Prince. I definitely want to be like three characters from Dragon Prince. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows. Um, whether I'll get there or not, I don't know. But I w- that's every time there's something new that comes out, I'm like, okay, I want to cosplay this or I want to build some props from this. Gotcha, gotcha. What's been the most for you inspirational one? Not the one that l- lately that's been something new that just clicked and like I need to make everything from that right now if I could. Oh man, um, I will say I'm loving the new episodes of Kenobi. I, I upset. I'm very upset because I had a long beard, and mm-hmm. like right before oh. Kenobi came out, I was like, oh, I should, I should cut down my beard for summer. And I'm like, oh wait, I, I definitely, never mind. I'm gonna grow that back out because I want to be Kenobi. Gotcha, gotcha. Have they, have they gotten the Inquisitor outfits right from animation to, to the live action, or do you have some pointers that they should have done? I mean. I think the, I think what they did was great, right? They look fine, and I, I totally understand from like a making perspective mm-hmm. why they did what they did, right? Uh, but they, I mean, they definitely look different, and I know some people are upset about it. I think the Inquisitors look great, and I, like they, the acting in them's fine. It's, it's Star Wars, so there's it's not always the best acting. Um, but Never has been. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. That's the thing. People, there's this like misnomer that it was this eloquently acted thing, but it's right. always been silly. That we were talking. I was talking earlier about stuff like it's always been silly, always. It, it really has, and so like, but they they're kind of going to that same place, mm-hmm. and in the same vein, their costumes are going to be a little, I mean, off. Right? They're going to be a, a bit off, but it still works very well for the right. medium that they're doing. Gotcha, gotcha. Just curious about that because I'm like, that's a that's something that you know people were you know dressing based off animations before, and now yeah. you have a live action reference. It's just like a lot of stuff, right? Like that happens all the time with other with other mediums, and you can be both. I will say that I'm really excited to. Um, my daughter actually wants to be little Leia with me. Oh, okay. And I'm so I'm gonna build the little robot that she has and everything else like that. Gotcha, gotcha. I've been yeah, I've been having fun. Some of the the, I, I wouldn't even say they're canonical changes. Just stuff you might not expect have been kind of funny to me, but I'm enjoying it as all. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I had the, I did a, I've been doing tweets where I'm like, like, dear General Kenobi, years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars, and that one time rescued me from the Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist. But right now is the time. And then uh, recently it was uh, Darth Vader with the, I sent something, something I haven't sent since Mapuzo. Yeah, so yeah there, there's definitely some things. It doesn't like, bother me, but it's just probably go back and about. retcon that or something, right? Like, yeah. And that's what they're going to end up doing. I am glad that they didn't mess with, or so far they haven't messed with the Luke storyline. Right. 
So that's good. Right. It's fine. And if they do, oh, well, we move yeah. on. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so anything uh, this particular PopCon exciting you about this year's 2022 PopCon? I mean, really, uh, the reason I come to PopCon is to see the people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to hang out. Um, I'm very excited to just see a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. I'm very excited to, you know, usually Saturday is that big day that you're going to see all kinds of cool costumes. But today, I've seen a ton of a ton of cool costumes right. walking around. It's a good day one. And yeah, it, for, for Friday, for day one, it's, mm-hmm. I've been very much enjoying myself. The reason I come to conventions typically is to be in costume or to like see people in costume. Right. That's my big number one reason. And today's been pretty good for that. Yeah. I've, I've always said like the difference between the, the PopCon and the other ones is like, it feels like people come here for the people they've met here first. And then what, what else is going, what are we doing with it this weekend then? Yeah, so yeah. And, there's and like also a familial meeting, aspect to it. Mm-hmm. And meeting new people too. PopCon's are usually pretty good about like just being pretty, like people when they're out and about are usually pretty good about meeting people. And I met a lot of friends here. And yeah, I just want to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Does anyone have questions for James at all? Do you want to? You can shout something out. Eric, you can come up and. Uh, so when it came to like Darth Vader and the Obi Wan Kenobi series, <laughs> I, I I personally thought they did like really well with how they've uh, kind of kept his uh, like costume and all that really consistent. Yeah. Um, and I and when it came to the Inquisitors, I know a lot of people were a little bit upset about the the some of the changes, but I feel like. Uh, it, it was mostly changes for like comfort and all that. Like, what do you what do you think about that? For sure, that's what I was saying. Hold on, what's your name? Uh, my name is Jonah. Jonah. All right, my name is Jonah. So, yeah, so I, I understand why they changed them. A lot of it is for comfort or like the way they'd have to make it. Um, I really do think that they really all the all the Inquisitors except for the character that Mo, Moses plays. I don't remember her name in the in the show. All look. You know, very detailed costumes. Her costume's really good too, but she needs to do more jumping around and fighting and things like that. So it's a little bit more minimalistic. That makes sense from a like costumer's perspective. Um, the makeup on them is really, really good, in my opinion. It is different though. Uh, I imagine that somebody out there was like, "Hey, can you do the makeup on this?" And somebody else is like, "Yeah, sure." And I don't know how much they looked at the references, but. It works out, and it, and it looks it looks good, and it works for the show. Kind of checking out the sign over oh, here. Yeah, yeah, it's a good sign, really. Thick thighs save lives. I mean, for those audio listeners later on, after it. So, excellent. Thank you, Jonas, for your wonderful question. You'll be able to hear yourself on the Brandon Peters show sometime next week or after. I don't know. Depends how tired I am after this <laughs> weekend, and how much I want to edit. So, excellent. Uh, what else you got? been checking out lately or um i mean lately we've been doing a lot of uh, other cons right so right i'm i'm I, admittedly i'm now's your tired. chance to trash them so if you want yeah. to talk about <laughs> no actually I'm, I'm i'm very much enjoying a lot of the cons i'm working with we've been doing a bunch of fan expos and mm-hmm. those are fun um i didn't make it to star wars celebration but i that looked like it was a blast for people who were out there so i gotta make that when it comes back to the states next year it's in london mm-hmm um, as far as like other stuff I've been up to, yeah, it's a lot of it's just learning new ways of making things, going through and making things, making new product, and and also just making new costumes. And I'm really excited because the last half of the year this year for us is all not um, not selling costumes conventions, so it's all fun conventions. Gotcha. So the last half is like we got we'll have Dragon Con and a few others that we can go and like hang out and make our own costumes. And worry about that, and then of course Halloween. Gotcha. What What's the last convention you went to as like a, a paying patron? A paying of, of like you you paid you were just going as a fan. Um, you paid it. Like how long ago has that been? Uh, I, I go to C two E two as a paying patron sometimes. Okay, depends on if I'm doing panels or what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. The last I think the last one that we went to I didn't I didn't do anything. I just kind of went and bought passes um but typically yeah i'm doing typically i'm working in some way and this next upcoming c2e2 i think i'm going to be working in gotcha as well but yeah i mean a lot of times it is just fun to go on vacation to a con right yeah 
Yeah, what's, what would be, if you could come up with a convention, what's a niche that would be your dream to just pull off? Someone's like, here's a blank check, put on a convention for something oh. niche that's up your alley. Since you've been to, like, you, you go to all these conventions that cover different things. Granted, there's a general pop culture sense, but yeah, yeah. what would be, where's I mean, a niche that well, you think? If you, if you blank check it, I would definitely do something like, I would probably mash all the ones that I like together in some way, but really some type of adult uh, costume. I mean, obviously kids are fine, but I feel like a lot of times people can't really be themselves when they're... I've been to some cons, like Dragon Con at night, where people can just be in costume and they're just kind of running around being big kids, but they're adults. And I really do like that. Um, I think a lot of times during the day, uh, you know, it's, it's fine to, to costume during the day, but for a lot of cons, they end at like six o'clock or nine o'clock, and then everybody kind of goes their separate ways. Okay. So a, a more continuous con would be important for me, and then also just stuff that like basically just helps people who want to be in costume and maybe don't typically do it be more comfortable in costume. Gotcha. Awesome. That's good. Um, I'm going to go on uh, off topic here. Yeah, do it. You, you and I, you, I'm going to, because we're recording it and I'm going to put it out there. Do you have, we have a, we have a mutual friend named Jen. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. Call, well, we'll call her Jen. Guh. And uh, do you have any, like, rando stories you could share with me that she wouldn't oh, want to heard oh, over a PA know. system at a convention that she's not at? Oh, that's, first of all, it's super mean. Oh, yes, come yes, on. I probably Something do. funny, clean. Oh man, I I can't. No, I've known Jen for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a minute since I've seen her, but we went to college together. Uh, she, I, honestly, Jen's funny stories about Jen. Um, I mean, I introduced her to her husband. That's right. Yes. So that's that's fun, but it's not really funny. <laughs> um, but no, Jen. Let's see. I met her when she was at a comic shop. Okay. She worked at the comic shop. She totally was just like one of the two girls that worked there. And back in the, when when she was working there, you know, mm-hmm. there weren't many girls that were in the costumes or right. not costumes, but comic books I'm, um, and things like that. So I just remember being friends with her and like literally everyone I knew was like, hey, hey, what about Jen? Hey, what about Jen? And then the, like the, the guy that I introduced her to that was that ended up being her husband. Right. I, he was just like, hey, uh. Like he, was, like he didn't. He didn't, he wasn't that way, and I think that <laughs> I I really have found that is just a thing. Like if if a girl is the, always getting hit on, mm-hmm. the guy that doesn't hit on her is, is the, the one most interesting yeah, one. Yeah, totally. there so you go. She's a good example of that. I feel like to me, guy advice over here at PopCon. <laughs> <laughs> Be the quiet one. Oh, interesting. But no, that's that's how you and I like. I wouldn't have got out because. I knew her. She had shown me like your cosplay stuff before, and then I saw you at one of them, one of these pop gods that I just went. I was like, I'm just gonna go randomly say we know the same person. Yeah, let's go. And what? since then, we're here. We did. So like the last time we did one of these was at the Fort Wayne PopCon, You and I. Yeah, and, really we, and we didn't get to record that. <laughs> yeah, and and I was just we were just talking about that on the way here. Like it's really sad that Fort Wayne PopCon didn't take off yeah I, I had fun that was a fun it weekend was fun. it was really fun I, um, I, yeah it was yeah because you i mean you had a great van helsing cosplay yeah i was from the van the helsing. the uh the hugh jackman van helsing stephen summers one which i i i was like i think that's what he is but then again that wasn't yeah. very a popular movie but it was had, it was a crossbow the, the thing that gave it away was the crossbow that right. was from this the movie Yes. And yeah, no, that was, I remember being uh, Hugh Jackman's uh, Van Helsing, and mm-hmm. just a lot of people were, like, very excited about that con. The energy was there, yeah, which is always important to me, um, just making sure that people were having fun and chilling. And I, I hope that they come, they try that again. Maybe not right. in Fort Wayne, but somewhere else. Right. I really feel like there, there could be different pop cons throughout the state. Yeah, like, it, I, I don't think it was as, like, big as they would have wanted, but, like, everybody that was involved in it somehow or went had a blast at that one. Yeah, It yeah. was really crazy. Like, I was like, well, I, it's like, I don't, I don't know, but I had a really good time. And I was thrown into, like, a sea of, like, a challenge for that weekend, but people like you and stuff made that really happen, made the podcast stage alive when I had nothing. 
Well, it's, it's always fun. I mean, especially because you and I, when we get together, a lot of times we talk about movies mm-hmm. or just random whatever. And, yeah, I mean, it's fun to be able to do that, right? Right. Yeah, we can do it online or we can do it while we're just sitting in a hotel room by ourselves. It's still just a good conversation a lot mm-hmm. of times. And I think what you're getting at with PopCon, I completely agree with. Like, right, people are there and they're having fun. And I guess that's the same reason we come here, like we said earlier. Um, I, I really would like to just see that happen more. Yeah. And not even at PopCon, just everywhere. Yeah. Just people being nice to people, people in, like sharing their passions in positive ways. Oh, so that too. I, I do a lot of panels on mm-hmm. like, cosplay, right? So people, a lot of it is like, hey, we're at cosplay on a budget. Like, hey, let's talk through this. And my first question to everybody is like, so, but why do you cosplay, right? Right. And most of the time, they're like, well, I mean, it's fun. And I'm like, well, okay, well, let's, let's go through it. We're like, why is it fun? Most of the time, it's because they want to meet people. And, they, and the cosplay community is really a very good, fun, supportive community. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike some communities I've been part of, uh, where I was very much like against the people that I was in the community with because it was like a, a tournament-based thing. Right. Cosplay is not very competitive at all. It's Everybody's... Very much supportive. They're in awe of each other's things yeah. rather than, <gasps> Totally. Totally. I mean, I, we, I call it like a mutual appreciation group, right? Like everybody, any, I, like I said, I'll walk around and I'll look at a bunch of people in costume and, and just, oh, how'd you make that? Or, man, that looks awesome or something. And you get that all the time when you're in costume as well. Um, it's just a different kind of community in general. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that's it's something that I don't know that everybody understands that doesn't do it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it's just and and you can also ra- meet random strangers easily by going, hey, nice, I recognize that outfit type thing, and it's not creepy, weird, or you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. less. It's it's funny. The more weird you get to other people, the more normal and safe it feels. Otherwise. Definitely. So and and the other thing about it is. When it's just like going up to somebody that has the same uh, sports team shirt on as you, right? Right, exactly. That's that's fine. That's yeah. considered like human or something. No, I don't totally, know. It's totally. weird. But if you go up to somebody that has the same character on as mm-hmm. you, you can not only say like, "Hey, I love that anime" or "I love that like show," but you can also be like, "Hey, do you want to like go do this photo shoot together? Do you want to be like part of the group? Do you want to like go around together?" And so it's it's. What I try to explain to people is it is a lot like being part of the same like sports team fans, but then right. you can also do other stuff. I guess you can go to games with the other people too. Right. Well, the funny thing is, like I've never, I've always, sports are dorky from a yeah. fandom perspective. Yeah. Like it's considered like all this accessible stuff, but like you look at like the fantasy things, stats, sure. all sorts totally. of things, totally. like dressing up, all that stuff. It's all there, but that's the acceptable one. And I, I follow, I do follow sport, some sports and stuff like that. So it's not like I'm, you know. I like something, I like something, but like right, it's right, fun. Right. Like you can see what it is, and you're like, why is that okay? And this is not. Well, there's some people that, that come up and they'll say, like, hey, that's not okay. Or, or like anybody who's trying to tell you that something's mm-hmm. not okay or something's dorky or whatever. Do, you, do we really want to like hang out with these people who are being that judgmental? Right. Probably not, really. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Like I, I saw there, there's a, I think it turned. 20 years old this year, but there's that documentary back in the day called Trekkies, which primarily focused on, but it was the first look like to the public eye of like a fan culture. And it's funny because there was a woman who wore, she worked in a bindery room and she wore a Starfleet uniform every day to work and she got jury duty and she wore it to jury duty because she felt comfortable in it. She felt like, you know, it's a professional thing in her world and stuff. And like, I'm like, yeah, why not? (laughs) You know, like what? I mean, I do wear a I do wear a uh, Tom Baker Doctor Who jacket in the winter as a normal jacket. But, sure, sure. Um, and people are like, "Wow, that's really cool." I'm like, "But if I tell you what it's from, you're gonna look at me like this, you know? Like it's it's this red corduroy looking thing, and it's it's funny because it gets a lot of compliments. I'm like, if I told you, then you wouldn't have if you know if it was so obvious, it might not have been. The funny part about that is. I feel like if you would have told them a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. then maybe they'd be like, eh, yeah, it, 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 it's, but now it's evolving. Like, yeah. It is, well, no, it's actually to the point where like nerds and dorks like us are winning. Right. Davis, if you are in the vendor hall, please return back to your booth. You are missed. Thank you. Thank you. As we pause for station identification. Yeah. Right. No, but there's, there's a lot of that that like, 
I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Maybe not that we're winning, but there's a lot. Uh, nerd culture is way more acceptable, right? Like, so if I'm mm-hmm. walking down the street and I have my my Star Lord jacket on and I'm using it as a normal jacket, yeah. Not only are people going to say like, "Hey, cool jacket," but they might be like, "That's an awesome Star Lord jacket" because they all know Star Lord. And they also might say, like, hey, where'd you get that? Yeah. Right? And they're, like, they're, they're wanting in on it, too. As opposed to what you were saying before, where it's, like, you, don't, you want to keep that on the down low. Right, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going to wear my Doctor Who jacket, but not tell anybody. Right, exactly. But I always find it funny. I love the reaction of, like, the, somebody who's, like, oh, that's really cool. Or the, yeah. oh. I'm, like, you liked it before I said that. Yeah, you totally liked it. <laughs> you liked it before. I'm all about the weird reactions from people. For sure. So, but, yeah. And, and, I, and it's actually, I, I use that a lot to, like, judge people whether I'm going to get along with them or not. Yeah. Right? If somebody, if I come up to somebody, I'm like, hey, like, hey, I, I'll talk to them and meet them out of costume. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, yeah, but if you see a convention, I'm usually there and I'm in costume. If they're like, oh, that's cool, then we're probably going to be able to be friends. But if they're like, like, they don't know what to do and it gets awkward. Right. Then we probably aren't gonna. I'm. I'm kind of done right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'll write you off already. And I'm not trying to write them off <laughs> completely, but I'm like, hey, we're. That's. This is what I find fun to do. Right. And I don't. I don't find probably some of the stuff that you find fun to do. So we're just. We're not going to be friends. Oh yeah. That's how you pick friends, right? Right. Yeah. Well, not everybody has to agree with everything, but you can find a common ground and stuff like For that. Sure. But there are times where it's just like, yeah, no, this isn't, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, your your friends tend to be the people who you have common interest with right mm-hmm. if you're really into pokemon your friends are probably going to be people who are who you met through that or whatever right exactly yeah. exactly all right well uh it's been fun uh, like we'll call this a weekend with wolfgar or something <laughs> like that i don't i don't know but i appreciate it. do you want to plug well where your your booth online everything else with sure so we're uh, wolfgar weapons and props i'm actually gonna hopefully rebrand that a bit to wolfgar props um and yeah, you can find us on online if you just Google it. And we we just are a prop company that where we do a bunch of stuff for both cosplayers and film. Um, we do make custom commissions, so there's a lot of people who come to us and they're like, "Hey, I have an idea for a movie, and I want this this character to have this cool costume prop thing." Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to do that. I love working with directors and things like that. And then also, if you just want a replica of something you've seen on TV already. We typically can do that too. Um, but we are branching out more into the whole like create our own creative stuff. Cool. Excellent. All right. Uh, and of course I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon 4 kuhd My show is the Brandon Peters show. It's the Brandon Peters show.com. I have a big old live show tomorrow at two. So please be here for that. But, uh, the podcast stage will return. I scheduled at, is it six is cosplay talk? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. But thank you, Mr. James C. Wolfgar, as always. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you around. And Jonah in the audience. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.